Hey everyone, welcome to the 315 Podcast. It's good to be around the mic again. It is fall here in Georgia, and I'm excited. My name is Keith to be with you on the podcast. This is a ministry of Jackson First Baptist Church, and as always, we're so glad that you would tune us in. We hope that you share this with someone. Maybe you get a cup of coffee with a group of people, sit down and just listen to the podcast together and work together. Today, our topic is going to be a follow-up from a topic that Chris and I talked about recently together. It was our, our last broadcast. We talked about truth about temptation. But after that time, I realized there was still so much more in the discussion that needed to take place. And, and recently, I was with a group of young people in our young adult ministry. And the question that came up in the midst of the conversation is really important to our topic today. First of all, here's the topic for today. The topic is taking authority in your life. Taking authority in your life. And we began the discussion with this question. The question was, what is sin? In a moment, I'll come back to that, and, and today I'm actually on the broadcast by myself. Uh, John is alongside as our program manager for this as well, but I, I want to just take the mic for just a while and, and look through the Word of God, and because I believe that for many, for many of us, uh, the subject of taking authority in our life is something that is truly needed uh, because there's many things in our lives, I think you would identify with this, that has authority in our lives that we wish that did not have authority. I'll give you a few examples of that. Some of us are in authority until something really gets on our minds. And when it gets on our minds, we begin to think about that thing. And that thing begins to consume us. And we begin, I hate to use the phrase conspiracy theorist, but we, we come to a place that we build a whole thing around what was in our mind. And at the end of the day, we've wasted hours and it took authority in us when there was really no truth in it. Then at other times as well, we tie our identity to authority. If we are doing well, we feel good about ourselves. If we're not doing well, we don't feel so well about ourselves. And because of that, it robs us of what our identity that we have in Christ. On our Sunday night ministry at our church, we are walking through the book of of 1 John now, and we're simply asking and answering questions that John places forth uh, in the book of First John. And in chapter 3, a couple weeks ago, as we were talking about this very thing of taking authority, the Bible says this, whoever hopes in Christ will purify himself as God is pure. Pastor Rick, one of our great associate pastors here at the church, was leading the discussion that night, and he made this statement, and I want to make it to you on the broadcast today. He said this, this thing. He said, if you are abiding in Christ... You have the ability to live a pure life. You have the ability to live a pure life. And so the question came, what is pure, what is not pure? And so the very next week, I followed that up with the question that began with what is sin? So let me ask you this today. In, in the group, maybe you're sitting with someone drinking coffee or whatever you might be doing or driving down the road. Ask yourself this question. In your viewpoint, what is sin? Now that you've thought about it, what was your response? Here were some of the responses that were given uh, in our group that night. Someone said this, the actions that you do against God. And that is a true statement. Someone else gave the classic definition, which means simply missing the mark. And that's absolutely true as well. But let me give you the definition that I gave back to those young folks that night. It's a definition that Robert Law 
in his book, Test of Life, he gave, and I think it's a very a great definition for our discussion today. Here's what he said, and I quote, To sin is to do this, to assert one's own will as the rule of action against the absolute good will of God. Let me say that again. To sin is to assert one's own will as the rule of action against the absolute good will of God. So sin really truly is, brothers and sisters, it is actually that we say, God, I know you're saying this, but I believe that something else is good. If you remember, that's what happened with Eve. When Adam and Eve were in the garden obeying God, Satan lied to them in their mind and said, God's withholding good from you. And so what ended up happening, if you remember in Genesis chapter 3, what happened was, was that Eve bought into a lie in her mind, and Satan was actually not giving her authority, but he was taking authority. She could have rebuked him because she was in God, but she chose to believe that God was wrong, and so she sinned. Now, from that moment to this moment, all of us sin. So when we're born in the world, now think about this, all of us are sinners. We're already in a bend that we sin. Now, what happens is this, is that when we come to Christ, the temptation to sin is still there, but we have the authority to take charge over that. And Pastor Chris and I spent the entire podcast talking about what that looked like and how that we could have authority over those particular things in our lives. And I hope that you will listen to that podcast. And also, I hope that you'll reach out to us with your questions uh, on the podcast as well so that we can continue to help in your life as you help in ours. And so, but more than that, what came out of that after the temptation, what do you do is one person asked, how do you take authority in the days now and in the future? You say, what do you mean? Well, here's one of the things that comes into our minds that takes authority. We sin in the past. Some of you can identify with this. Some of us have sins that we are ashamed of. Others of us have sins that maybe we're not ashamed of because they're not what we would categorize as a big sin. But the closer you walk with God when you are abiding with God, the more that even a small sin which separates you not from a relationship, but it separates you from a fellowship with God. And because of that, you say, God, I'm tired of this small sin, this big sin, some sin in the middle taking authority in my life. So let's think for a moment. We've answered together what is sin. One older person in our group said this, to miss the mark. The Bible says the wages of sin is death. So we've answered that question, but here's another question that's really, really good. How can we overcome the past? How do we overcome the past? Well, Jesus tells us this. When we come to know him, we move into the present. You say, okay, I'll agree with that. But what role does our past play in our present? Well, the scripture says this. In the present, we come to the Lord and we take every authority captive to obey and follow the Lord Jesus Christ. And 2 Corinthians 71 says this, that we now begin to cleanse ourselves from the past and we begin to, listen, oh, I love this. We begin in that moment to perfect the holiness that God has put in us. So tonight, what we're going to focus on, or actually in this podcast today, is how we come into the place in our mind and in our heart that we take authority. And I'm going to use for our time together 
1 John chapter 3, verses 4 and following, when John says this, he makes this statement. Whoever makes a practice of sinning practices lawlessness, and sin is lawlessness. You know, John writes, that Jesus appeared in order to take away sins, and in him there is no sin. In verse number 6 he said, No one who abides in him keeps on sinning. No one who keeps on sinning has either seen him or known him. And then he says these wonderful words in the next verse. Little children, let no one deceive you. Whoever practices righteousness is righteous as he is righteous. Now, this is an important moment of transition for us today. Now, we know that when Christ comes into our lives, we are what we know to be born again. Now, you may be saying at this point, I I thought this was a podcast about taking authority in your life. Well, it is. But taking authority, first of all, comes to the place that you understand why you have authority. You can't take authority if the person or the thing you're taking authority over does not either give you the authority or you don't really have the power of authority. For example, I can say all day long, I know that the speed limit and on certain highways, 55 miles an hour, I can say that. And then I can take authority and drive 70 or 75 on that highway. I can do that until the one who's in real authority pulls me over and says, why are you driving 75? Because the police person under the authority of a local and state government who have set, who has set the speed limit because they have the vested authority, they're the ones in charge. So here, here's the deal. You have to be born again before you can take authority over your sin. So the good discussion question in a group around a cup of coffee would be, what does it mean to be born again? What does it mean to be born again? Now, that's a, an amazing question. Literally, that word means to be begotten by God. It means that you were in one position, and now you're in another Jesus put it this way in John chapter 1. He said, but as many as you, as believed upon him, he gives the right to become sons of God. Now think about this. In the very beginning, God created this world. And his best creation was you and I, Genesis 1 and 27. And when he created us, he created us good. We were literally born of God. He created us so wonderful But when sin entered the world, from that moment on, that when people listen to this, when people live their life, they are sinners. But think about this even deeper. When you were born, Psalm 139 and verse 15 says this, that God had created you in the womb of your mother, but you had the sin nature. So think about this. When we are born, we are born not in authority, but under authority. We're under the authority of God as a benevolent God. He is going to provide for our needs. He always does. But at the same time, we're we're born as people who are rebels who do not want his authority. So from childhood on, we don't live under his authority. And so through our lives, we're under another authority. We're literally under the dominion called sin. And so John here in this section, after saying what it looks like to be a Christian, really puts before us that the issue of authority begins with the question, have you been born once or have you been born twice? 
we actually could do this. And maybe in your group or maybe if you're doing this as a study in your home, you could draw a stick man on the left side and put the new man and a stick man that says the old man or the characteristics of your first birth and the characteristics of your second birth. So we know this, that to be born in this world is our first birth, but to be born again means that Jesus Christ, John 3 and 3, must come to our lives and do a work in us, 2 Corinthians 5, 17, where that we become new. Now think about this. The life that you have now, if you're not born again, is a life under authority. You're like, what authority, Keith, could I be born under? Well, well here it is. You're born under the authority of sin. John says this in 1 John 3 and 5, that Jesus Christ came so that we could, listen to this, I love this, to have authority over sin. He came to destroy sin and to, listen to this, to win us to him by the blood of his own self, given it on the cross of Christ. So we know we're under authority of sin, but Christ can give us authority over that. But also we read that we're under the authority of Satan. You see, Satan is in charge of this world. So when you begin this life, you are actually, you may not realize it, but you're under his authority. So the question that Jesus would put before us is this, who's in authority in your life? John says this in 1 John chapter 3 and verse number 8, whoever makes a practice of sinning is of the devil, because the devil has been sinning since the beginning. So that scene there in the garden, Satan caused Eve to sin because Satan was already sinning. He was already rebelling against the dominion of God. But then in verse 9, here's what the Bible says, that no one who makes a practice of sinning, uh, is, who is born of God, can ever make a practice of sinning. So wait a minute, wait a minute, John. So you're saying if I'm born of God, I have so much authority that I never sin? He's not saying that at all. But as you, as you maybe drive down the road or you're sitting there with a cup of coffee or maybe having your evening meal, you know, own it, with, maybe if you're in a group or by yourself, you're not perfect. There are days that you take authority. And every time you take authority, you sin. John is saying here that if you've been born a second time, you do not live in what we call habitual sin. It is not the habit of your life to live in sin. You say, well, how can this be? Well, listen to what John writes. No one born of God makes a practice of sinning. Why doesn't he do that, John? For God's seed abides in him, and he cannot keep on sinning because he's been born of God. Now, I think about this. This is a big discussion that we have. To be born of God means this, that you have actually been regenerated. The word re speaks about something that happened again. Generated speaks about a birth. Scripture says by faith in 1 John 5 and 1 that we come to this regenerating moment with God. He does all of that. So I can tell you in 1974 that I was born again by God. And on that day, God did something for me. This is where authority comes into play. God gave me a seed. It is the seed of the new nature. Do you have that seed inside of you? It is a seed that God himself gives to us. In 1 Peter 2 and 23, it's called the incorruptible seed. Now, you need to understand this. This seed that's in you from God 
not only is incorruptible, but it never sins, and it's incapable of sinning. So think about this. If that seed is in charge of your life, you can have authority over any sin. And so, listen, the devil lies says you can't. You can have authority over any sin because the new seed, the good seed, God's seed, is not tempted by any sin. Wow, that's important. You see, folks, when this becomes a reality, you can take authority in your life. Some of you say, well, but I'm hooked on pornography. The new seed is not. The new nature is not hooked on pornography. It's the old nature. Now, you say, I don't understand it. Well, stay with me. You, you may be a person that's hooked on lying. The new nature is not tempted to lie. You, you may be a person that, that you, just, you, can't, you, just can't, you cannot let God rule because if you did, then you wouldn't be in authority. That's not the new seed. That's your old seed. You see, when you're born of God, and you have God's seed inside of you. I love this. John said you have the ability to do the right thing every time. So now, boy, we really are, are at a place now. Because now comes into play, some of us say, I want authority. I want to take authority. I, I want to take authority in all my life. But I just, I, I can't. It's just, it's too strong for me. You know what you've just said, my friend? that you allow the old nature, your first birth, to be in charge. See, there's where it is. You have to, first of all, be under authority before you can take authority. Young person, you need to hear this. The earlier you get this in life, the better. So you, you must own it. That the truth is that the reason that you are habitually in some sin, no matter your age, is because you are still the one in authority. For example... I can speak through the TV to our president and say, I want you to put this bill in place. That means nothing. But if I'm in the place of authority over the president, then I could be able to say, President, do this, and he would have to do it. So you say, Pastor, I'm still not following you. Keith, I'm not, not with you. Well, here's what the Scripture says. The Scripture says, crush the old nature and feed the new. In other words, one early church father put it this way. If you will do this, if you will starve the old seed and water the new seed, you'll be an authority. You say, what? If you literally will say, I'm not going to listen to the old nature. For example, if, if I was addicted to alcohol, I would starve the, the old nature by refusing to go by places where there's liquor. I wouldn't go into a restaurant where there's liquor. I wouldn't hang out with people that were a part of drinking. In that way, I have just starved the old nature, the old seed. What I would do, would I would be in the place where the new seed, I'd be in the place where the Spirit's working. I would be with people who didn't hang out in that type of thing. I'd be in a place that was emphasizing the new thing. You say, but wait a minute, that's not my issue. My issue is I've got children. And my children, I can't stay away from them. Well, here's what you can do. You can take authority by not listening to your emotions and listening to the Spirit. The Spirit gives us love, joy, peace, meekness, temperance, kindness, love, peace. The fruit of the Spirit can be yours if you will take time every day. Warren Worsby put it this way. He said this, a Christian who feeds the new nature becomes a person who has more power every day. And you can speak, now watch this, to the old nature and says, 
I will not do that. So today, I'm just telling you, it's a, it's a great joy to me to tell you that the, whoever is born of God, who feeds the good seed of God's seed in them, has the ability and the power to do what's right. So let's ask ourselves this question today. Are we born again or not? Remember I asked you to think about those stick people? Well, people who are, are in the old nature, who are not in Christ, they have four characteristics. They have a habit of sinning. Nothing ever changes. They're lawless. They do things that are against the law of God every day. Thirdly, they're on the devil's team. And fourthly, they don't love other people. So ask yourself now, are these things characteristic of your life? Well, then there's the, then there's the, the new nature that we have. There's the other side of the coin. What does that person look like? Well, that person has also four characteristics. They are people, listen to this, who, who the old nature has been broken, and they, they, they have come, and they are now abiding in him. They are abiding in the Lord Jesus Christ. And then also this, they are practicing righteousness. They're practicing righteousness. And then they're on Jesus' team. They're on Jesus' team. And then fourthly, they, they love people. They love, they love people. They're the people there. They're different. The Bible says in Romans chapter 13 and verse 14, make no provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. I'm telling you today that when temptations come, we've shared with you how you can overcome them. But now you can take authority over those temptations. And I would say this, that whatever it is, that if you first of all watch this, make sure you're born again then you can do this. You can learn what it means to abide in him as you stay in the word of God. Every day, I feed my new nature the Bible. I feed my new nature by going to church. I feed my new nature by worship. I feed my new nature by being in accountability. And I feed my new nature by doing what God tells me to do. My wife is probably the greatest example I know of that. As she raised our three children, she did not advocate in doing that. She, she did not get mad in doing that. She realized it was other than being a child of God. It was her greatest calling in her life. And so she raised them with her. She took authority in their lives. She did not let them be an authority. She let the good seed of God's seed rule her. And this day, she's still doing that. And I want to encourage you to be able to do that as well. And then when you do that, the last thing I'd say is this. Now that you're taking authority under the authority of Christ, be a light to those who are under, who are under the wrong authority. Be a light to those who are under the wrong authority. Well, our time has come and it's gone. It's been a, a great time together today, and I hope this podcast has been a, a blessing to you. Uh, as always, we want you to reach out to us here at our podcast. Here's our email address so that you can be able to send us your topics so that we could be able to just deal with the things that are where you are in your life. Here it is, 315 at jacksonfbc.com, 315 at jacksonfbc.com. I encourage you to reach out to us. Also, all the social media platforms are there for you on the screen to see. Share that. Be a part of that with us. Hey, share it with a friend. Do a Bible study with someone. And I greatly appreciate that you've come around the mic and listen to us today. Pray for us as we pray for you. Take authority. Until next time.